from internationals for the internationals. This is International Hangout. What's up, people of COFI? Welcome to episode five of International Hangout. My name is Shushanik. I'm Sutilisullah. Okay, before anything else, uh, we just wanted to express our condolences uh, to the passing of uh, one of our beloved coaches on campus, Mike Shines. Uh, he has been a valuable member for the uh, college community. We express gratitude to his service. We will be missing him, his service, and we would value his uh, the value he added to the community. Okay, now let's get to our guest. Today, in our studio, we have Tuan Le. First of all, he's my roommate. Uh, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of being under his shadow. Actually, he's one of my favorite upperclassmen on campus. No doubt on that. He's, he's a very dedicated campus safety officer. We all know that. And he's uh, one of the Bon Appetit student supervisors. And he's also a computer science genius. Uh, I have a lot of things to add, add to this list. Let's say, how are you doing, Tuan? Um, thank you for that extreme introduction. <laughs> I'm doing all right. And thank you for welcoming me to the International Hangout. <laughs> of course, of course. We had been, uh, I had been looking forward to invite you uh, for, the, for this episode. Also, I uh, had to mention he performed in the cultural show. You guys remember that? It was fantastic. Uh, his voice is amazing. And yeah, since you performed, I mean, I, I assume you are very passionate in music. Uh, so our main topic today would be about uh, passion. So how did you get started with music, Tuan? Let's talk about that first. Uh, it's a long story. The same with the years I have been spending to make music. Mm-hmm. I would say start 11 years ago. Um, things just came to my life, you know, because mm-hmm. I, at that time I was not a very good kid in people's eyes. And uh, I felt that like making music or singing some songs is going to be a better way to express emotion, feeling or stories of not only myself, but also like my friends or other people mm-hmm. in like their life, just a reflection of their life. So I started music like that. I mean, it didn't, it didn't take a short time. It took a long time to be like really like, you know, knowing about yeah. music. But I'm happy that I, at this moment, I can, I can do something. I can entertain people mm. by my passion, let's say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have seen um, like the video clips you have like uploaded to social media, like, you know, about the music composing and all that stuff. Those are very impressive. So speaking of passion, that's a good segue to our topic. And yeah, what's your opinion on passion? Like, uh, I know like there's a lot of mixed opinions on it. Do you think uh, passion is something that like can be discovered or like is it something like we had to seek out, you know, like? Yeah, before giving out any definition, I have to say that this is all from my personal opinions. Mm-hmm. But uh, to me, passion is something that you love to do, you like to do, and you have no, you know, different reason behind that to do that. For example, I started with music because I just love the music. I want to do that. I don't need, when people mention me about like, do you want to become a singer, composer, or become like a celebrity? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I would just say no, because I don't want to make music 
for money or I don't want to write music for somebody that I don't really understand the story. Mm-hmm. So music is just like a very like you know emotional way that I I choose to express my life. And you, if you listen to all the songs that I write, you're gonna see all the like there are a few story behind the songs, and not only about music but also when we talk about other. Feels of life, other aspects of life. For example, somebody like to computer science. Somebody like to do like uh, business. I would say it's a passion if they do that because of their interest, and it has no meaning. It it doesn't harm anybody. It it also doesn't harm their life by mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I would say like pursuing music is a like a like an emotional journey for a lot of people it it touches all the emotions of human beings and uh I, so what do you think about what's wrong with modern day passion i would frame it like that what do you think what's wrong with modern day passion like what mm, i would say people often like maybe people are confused or maybe maybe or maybe people mix them up but we have to distinguish between what you love to do and what you're good at Uh-huh. Because we, I would say, passion is something that we love to do, and like I say, sometimes it doesn't mean that like we need to make money from the passion. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for myself, I always have like two parallel plans, which is I'm doing what I love to do, but in the meantime, I start, I study, and I look for a job on something that I'm good at, because mm-hmm. that's how I balance my life. I mean, if you can make money, if you can make like the You know, if you can improve your life, you can make a life savings with your passion. Then you're special. You are very special, and you're very like fortunate that when you can, you when you are able to do that. Uh, but at the meantime, for the safer way, I would just say that like try to distinguish distinguish between what you love to do and what you're good at. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a very valuable point you made. Like I know. Personally, I know like a lot of people kind of confused with, uh, like what it means to have a passion. Like, if I know some people really good at some stuff, and uh, and also there like crisis between how much financially like feasible, like you know how much. I mean, we all agree that at a certain time we gonna value money, like, uh, to like you know achieve certain things in our life. We need money, and uh, for that, people can uh, try to use like. Kind of the passion they care about, like, and you can have something you know that's gonna earn uh, as much as money. That's that's gonna be sufficient to live. Yeah, that 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 make me that that makes me like related relate to one of the story in the past that like when I was like volunteering for the UWC final round back in my country mm-hmm. uh, in 2018 December 2018. Uh, one of the chairman of my UWC. National committee actually invited me to see one of the composer and one of the singer that like two of them were one of the two of them were two of the most famous people famous celebrities in my country at that time. Oh. I got a very huge opportunity at that time, and actually I said yes first. Mm-hmm. But later on, after finishing all of my job, I came back to my room. And I just felt like that was not the time, you know. <laughs> I love to do music. I mm-hmm. love to see all those people, and I love people to hear my music. But at the meantime, when I think about being like serious with what I'm doing, I just feel like I'm I can't. Like I just want to do it for fun. I want to do it when I want to do, and I want to 
do some like you know test some new thing for my music yeah. something that maybe other people don't like but i feel that like that make me feel satisfied when i do that so when thinking about that opportunity later on when i came back to my room i just text the my, my chairman that like oh i can't make it <laughs> <laughs> i and I, i don't feel regretful about that to be honest yeah. until this point because at the meantime i also can follow like say follow what i think that like i am good at or maybe i would like to spend time to work on that which is like business and computer and at the meantime when i feel that like i need to tell you guys some stories yeah i'm still able to make some music and you know mm-hmm. let the people that need to hear that story listen to that yeah yeah i like how music is like very unique for you like uh like who you select who you're gonna like you know show the emotional side of music that's very important yeah i mean i think I we, we also should talk about I feel like a meaningful side and the fulfilling side of passion. I think a lot of people also confused with uh with a with a what it means to like be what it means to have a meaningful passion and what it what it's mean to what it means to have a, a fulfilling passion. Uh I think it's very subjective to people but yeah what's your opinion on that? I would say a good passion, a good passion is some something that you can balance both, make mm-hmm. it both meaningful and fulfilling. Because we have to remember, we have to 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 pay attention to the point that like we, when it comes to the passion, it means that we make we do it for ourselves first. We we do it to satisfy ourselves first. But at the meantime, like I said, it can it can only be passion if it doesn't harm anybody, mm-hmm. and it will be a good passion, meaningful passion if. It can make some value for the society or for the people like around you, like in positive way. So, meaningful is like very broad, like you know, word to say. But uh, I would say that like when you do something, and at the meantime, you know, think about other people. For example, when I write a song, I also want to you know, calm people down or you know, like try to like. Um, sometimes I write a song just to to make people feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I write a song just to make people like, have like, you know, a moment to think about something that I feel that like they need to. Then I think that's a meaningful part of what I'm doing. But at the meantime, like I told you, I want to try some new genre of music. For example, the all three songs that I perform, and I perform the medley that I perform um, in Carter Show. That was like three different genres that I never tried before in my mm. life. So it was kind of like very like new fresh experience to me and i was so happy when people came to me and they said like oh it was the best version mm-hmm. of like the, the my performance in the counter show and i was like I, i was surprised at first because that was the first time i tried and i was happy at the same time because only people see that they they enjoy that they got entertained and at the meantime i feel satisfied with what i'm doing so i feel that like meaningful and fulfilling should come together yeah yeah Totally agree on that. Totally agree on that. Okay. Uh, Do you is... sing a lot? Huh? Do you sing a lot? Yeah. Like in your room and like bother your. <laughs> no. You know what? You know what? I, I sing a lot. I sing Lana Del Rey all the time. Oh, you like Lana Del Rey? Oh god. I consider but I see Lana Del Rey like become so popular nowadays. <laughs> but um, no. To be honest, in my room, no, I don't sing a lot. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of funny thing that like uh, you know the a couple of part. Mm-hmm. It when it came to the ending of the, my performance, mm-hmm. that was the first time I actually tried it. Oh my god! Before that, I I was so shy to actually do that capella in front of people. So 
what I did during the rehearsal, I just asked the people from above, like, hey, can you hear me well? <laughs> and when they said yes, no, no, like, okay, <laughs> that's good enough. <laughs> Because, like, you know, the problem with me, that, like, a lot of professors told me that, like, my voice was so quiet, mm-hmm. especially when I was doing my, doing my presentation. For most of the time, they're just like, "Hey, Tony, can you speak a bit louder?" <laughs> <laughs> and when I when I heard my performance after the my after I performed, mm-hmm. I was like, "No, actually, I could make it like loud. It's just like I was just too quiet all the time, you know." <laughs> so no, but I would love to sing, but not in my room. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he's a he's a good roommate. He's a perfect roommate, I would say. Perfect silent room. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I'm just I, I, no. I'm, <laughs> Like I'm I'm transparent in my room. <laughs> oh gosh. Um no, I'm I mean he I think you play music like uh, when you're showering and stuff. I mean my room is next to the shower. My like my side is next to the shower. But you play music, right? Sometimes. I mean, you kind of feel scared if you don't see anybody <laughs> playing music when they take a shower. Oh uh, yeah. If, the, if somebody takes a shower for like 30 minutes and you don't hear any music, that's the time you need to break the law and go into. <laughs> that's how we know. Ah, <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm, I'm loving this. I'm loving being roommate with you guys. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Abdullah as well. He's the other roommate. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Uh, so, what do you think about? Like, I know passion. Some people think passion is something like. You know, it's very constant to their lives. Like some people think it could change over the t- uh, period of time. What's your opinion on that? I mean, I personally believe it could change over the time, but I know like a lot of people think the otherwise. What do you think of about that? I would say it doesn't change. It's just like they have more passion in mm-hmm. different fields, and for some like you know, short time in their life, they spend more time for this kind of. Person rather than the other person, because actually I stopped music for a while. To be honest, uh, I think after twenty nineteen I stopped making music, and uh, I mean it was COVID time and I was working back home, and uh, I got a full time job, so I just concentrate for the job, and since yeah twenty nineteen until twenty twenty one, I didn't mm-hmm. make any music or really like focus on music, um, so. I stopped for a while, and that, and during that time, I found out that I I also like love to code, you know. Wow. And <laughs> yeah, I just spend more time on coding, making the project for the company, and I felt that like yeah, coding was good, and I would like to spend more time on that than spending time for music. It doesn't mean that like, I lose my passion with music. It's just like for a short time, I just want to spend time for something else because like when uh when I was calling to one of my friends. He he was he used to be a chairman of my national committee as well. Oh. Uh, he just asked, called me and asked me how I was doing. Mm-hmm. But at that time, he just well before we end we end the call, he just told one thing to me that like make me feel that like yeah I need to restart my music. He told me that like remember that you used to be a musician or you used to be an artist something similar like that. Mm-hmm. And at this moment, I just realized that oh yeah, for two years I haven't. Really like open the software, touch any like the instruments, instrumentals. So I just feel like yeah, that's that's the and then twenty twenty one I came to the US. I felt like yeah, that's that was a good time to restart my passion, and that's the how you saw my performance. Yeah, how to show for the first time. <laughs> yeah, like wait, you came here twenty twenty one? Yeah, twenty 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 was the time that I start. Um, My college, but yeah, uh, online. Oh, COVID, COVID. gosh, I forgot about that yeah, totally. COVID, yeah. It feels like COVID. COVID was like a long time ago, but like yeah, yeah it just, was. Yeah, gosh. Okay, uh, yeah. 
Mm, I mean, you performed in Cultural Show twice, right? Didn't you? Three times. Sorry. Three times. Yeah, I never so, missed. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, oh, yeah, consecutive. It's, it's like it's like you know it's like an annual like thingy like milestone for me. You know, sin uh-huh. sin UWC already. Shushani mm-hmm. came to the same UWC with me. So you can ask her like I perform in both cultures. No, uh, f- the first culture show. Uh, the second time I didn't perform in the culture show, but I perform in open mic. So it's like an annual milestone oh. that like I will perform on stage wow. like once a year. But I feel that like uh, this year gonna be the last year that I perform on stage. That reason why I gave the introduction to people, so telling them that like for the last time ever on the stage doesn't make it good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. wow. Are you graduating next year? I mean next spring. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Time just passes yeah. like is that a three years just like in the like. I c- yeah. I can't believe I'm a junior, but you know, even more than that, I can't believe like our seniors, like the one we one we look up to, the ones we look up to, they're gonna graduate soon. I mean, it's the it's the part of life, I and mean, I mean, we move on with things. Anyway, you are graduating too, so yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a year. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Uh, yeah, my plans are kind of different, but. But yeah, we won't talk about that here. The spotlight is on. <laughs> yeah, you are already a senior. How's your How's your senior year going, Tuan? Uh, I feel like the same as other seniors. I don't except a part that like one of my classes got cancelled and the math department are trying to like fulfill that. But uh, still senior, you know, you're busy, you're stressed, have a lot of stuff to do, especially if you are an international student. Mm-hmm. You even have to think you have to think even more. Yeah. Especially to you know, life after yeah. college. So that's a time that I feel that like you need to take care of yourself even even much more. Yeah. 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 Speaking of that, yeah, I think self-help like us uh, taking care of ourselves ourselves um is, is an important thing it doesn't matter if you're a senior like in general in our life so yeah let's talk about self-help now um so what do you think uh, how do you how do you dis- distinguish like the difference between uh, healthy self-improvement and like like and maybe I, I would frame it like that difference between self uh healthy self-improvement and unhealthy obsession like kind of towards personal development how do you how are you gonna differentiate that i would say self-help is simply just helping yourself mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that like you need to do something to make you become so special or become so outstanding uh i would just say it's simply just like make you feel better to focus on what you are focusing on yeah uh, and people i don't know like it's, it's similar people are trying to Oh no! Not saying trying, but like people are exaggerating it about you know self helping um, because you know healthy self improvement very simple. It just make your health, make your make your life healthy, mm-hmm. make your work healthy, make your study healthy. You know, healthy relationship, healthy lifestyle. Yeah, it's different from the, like you are trying to do something like more like bigger or like larger in your life. For example, mm-hmm. you are trying you are trying to get into like a huge company, and if you if you say that like getting into the huge company is self help, then I, I in my opinion, my own personal opinion, I don't think so, because mm-hmm. it's not what you need. What you need is like 
you need to ask yourself how you how are you doing with your life how are you feeling about you know mentally or physically how are you feeling about that okay yeah yeah totally yeah i think i think i i have heard people being sarcastic about like um self-help or people who seem to be addressing their issues um via that uh, mechanism or technique i don't know how to call that um instead of addressing like um seeking help from professionals so i'm curious about like what form of self-help you're practicing and um just like in general what do you think about this um i would say that like because to be honest i had to see uh my um doctor for mental issues uh, more than one time mm-hmm. and i could feel that and at the meantime you know they can't be with me like 24 7 so i need to find some way to like helping myself and i feel like helping ourselves first we need to take care about uh, how we think about stuff you know how we think about what is going on with our life what is going on with society or what is going on what about like what you care and at that time you need to decide what is your next step? What is your next move? You want to do something or you want to think about something or sometimes you just want to sleep. And But by any way that you do, the final, the final, like, let's say, hold on. the final goal is still making yourself feel feeling better. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what I think about self-help. I know that like nowadays we see a lot of types of self-help. We see a lot of people doing self-help online mm-hmm. on social media. I see that every day, to be honest. Uh, but I want to I wanna make sure that you are not talking about the illusion. Because, you know, telling yourself that you are good, you are very special, you are outstanding, that doesn't help you. We need to be like, you know, like practical at the same time. We need to be like very detailed about what we are looking for. Yeah. For example, if we are feeling stressed about the class, mm-hmm. then take a moment and think about what we need to improve from, you know, sometimes it's just like performance in the class or assignment or, you know, exams, rather than just telling yourself that like, yeah, we're going to pass the exam. It it just doesn't help you, to be honest. So people have different form. People do have different like definition or different thoughts about self-helping. And the same with passion, to be honest, self-helping. You help yourself, you doesn't harm anybody, you doesn't harm yourself, that's self-helping. Mm-hmm. And at the end, we want to make not only ourselves, but everything around us yeah. better. At the yeah. end, I think that's the best part of self-help. Yeah. seems like you're giving a perfect recipe for overthinking what do you think about that um to be honest overthinking is not absolutely bad because as like personally i overthink a lot but i just want to make sure that like when bad thing happens i'm ready for that it's not like everything will be bad anyways no uh sometimes i become an overthinker or negative thinker just to make sure that like everything that I'm doing I'm ready for the worst parts of that 
um, but I would suggest that like you know it's just like a salt in a receipt don't make it too salty and just feel like overthink it just somehow you prepare for the future it shouldn't be the main part of the way that you're going to um, because even overthinking or negative thinking both of them yeah of course they're tiring but we we can find a good reason to say why they are good as well as that like why they're bad they're good i mentioned that already but why they're bad because it affects it you know directly affects your mental health and you don't want to be you know like lose you don't want to be losing your mind all the time thinking about all of that like you know you have more than one stuff to do in your life every day mm-hmm. if you're a student you study you do your homework you hang out with friends you talk to people and yeah. if you have a job you have you have to go to work and uh, you have to go to work at the meantime and you don't want uh, if you don't want to be a bad uh, influencer on whatever you're doing yeah. you want to be a good reason for people to follow you and for example if you work you don't want to come you want to see your customer with a very like you know like upset face yeah you want to be positive you want to make people feel good uh, sometimes yeah it's, it's just hard because it's days is not positive all the time I would say but in the meantime just make it like you know positive thinker just make ourselves positive thinkers you have a job you have customer you have to go you have to see them you have to make them feel good even you're not feeling good but we have to take care of our customer so again overthinking and negative thinking is absolutely not bad if we know how to limit all of them mm-hmm. so I would say that like when you helping yourself when you're helping other people when you planning something doing something try to limit try to put the barrier put a barrier for what you're thinking about if you think to some point and you realize that it like you know cross the barrier just make the sentence in your mind that oh that's too much yeah that's too much <laughs> and then go back you know just don't fly too high just go back to the ground and then we're gonna be okay um, and I think that's that's the main part of the whole thing when we talk about overthinking and negative thinking because we need a good reason to think and we also need a good reason not to think about that yeah 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 uh, yeah I think that's right uh, I just want to add uh, something I learned in one of my classes like about this specific part like about overthinking I heard like Overthinking is kind of like the the origin of overthinking comes from like apparently it's it's an evolutional instinct we have like I mean we all know we have like this uh, flight a fight and flight kind of the mechanism within us and sometimes we have evaluate you know it's like it comes from it comes from evaluating all the possibilities the worst case scenario that could happen that's why we overthink and uh, like I mean yeah it comes from there our brain always tend to like think of the worst thing to like kind of safeguard ourselves from the so we prepare be prepared you know for the worst out- outcome yeah i just wanted to put it out there i mean it could be wrong i'm just putting putting it out there um, no i can relate to that because the reason why i usually overthink is is because like i i want to see like what it can be like like in future and like i think my friends know i like to like imagine the worst case scenario and like so that just like to be prepared you know because if it's if it's something that happens and you 
like didn't expect it like at all. It's like a big shock, but like if yeah. you if you could see it coming, even if you don't like it, even if it's bad, then you are more prepared like mentally and just like overall rather than just something happening like accidentally. Yeah, um that make me think about you know like we're international student and I, I believe that like all of us have very like special unique story about like where we're from and where we are right now. So it, it makes me think about the story of from number zero to a decimal. We we're not I I would <laughs> say that I'm not a number one yet. That hundred percent already. I, I'm not I'm not that hundred percent yet. But it makes me think about that story because you know I'm from a small village, very small village. And at the time that I went abroad to study, it was like a bomb, an explosion in my hometown. You know, never, never ever anybody did that before. So, but you know, at the mean, at the meantime, right now I'm worrying a lot about a lot of things in my life. Sometimes I see myself not good enough. Sometimes I see myself not successful enough. I, I I don't know what what to use differently, but I would say successful. And I would just ask you guys as well that like, would, I would like to ask the audience as well that like, have you ever thought about where you're from, mm-hmm. how you were when when you start, and how you are right now? Because you know, I think back about like let's say 10 years ago, when everything about US or everything about like other country in the world. It was it, it it was all from the television or from the internet. Never thought about how my life would be when I go abroad. But then I got a chance, very good chance to go abroad. And right now I'm on US. The place I see the place I see the people that for the most of the time back in my childhood I saw all of that in television. I used to wish I used to wish to study in a college like this, live mm-hmm. a life like this, you know. Live a life by ourselves. I don't have to rely on anybody. I don't have to like do other people you know, command. Let's say. <laughs> um, but when right now, I already achieved what I wish when I was in my childhood. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, do I feel happy totally with this life? No. So that's the time that I put the question for myself: like, why? You know, it seems like we are so busy with our life. We are so, we worry so much about our lives that we forget that like we actually achieve. A lot of things in our life. Yeah, we've come so far. Yeah, we have come so far that we don't know who we are. Like that part I took from the songs "Get Lucky," mm. and that part just hit me so bad. We become so different from ten years ago, five years ago. We become like bigger. We become like more mature. That we forgot about what we were trying to achieve, like three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I feel that like when I think about that part, I feel like yeah, I I partly successful in my life that I achieved a lot of goals that nobody else could have a chance to do that. It's just like I overthink too much about how my life would be in the future mm-hmm. that I forgot all of that part. I forgot all of the positive part about my life. So I, if I if I can give you an advice, I would say that like try to take a moment to think about. Where, how, where you start thing, and then where, how are you doing right now? That was the best part of your life because you realize that you're gonna you you already achieve a lot of goals in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, long way from Armenia to US. Exactly right. 
I couldn't believe that like it's like I've, our common point yeah it's, it's kind of funny when I say to people that like, I'm from Vietnam you know the other side of the planet because uh, you know I for the for the whole time before I went abroad uh, I had only one chance to actually went far away from my home to live it was only one month but never ever ever in my life that I thought about going abroad to, to live study or even like just for like, a trip but then I did you know the first time in my life I was on a plane going to somewhere that like not they don't speak my mother tongue anymore seeing the people that like and the first question I had to ask them like, where, the, where are you from it, it was so unique experience and you know at the meantime I felt so strange that like everything was like just like a dream to be honest when I think of, when I think of, when I think back about the part, the part that like, I was in Ulysses mm-hmm. everything I felt everything so not true but at the meantime when I look at the pictures I like yeah actually we were there I was actually there <laughs> I was actually there. I, I, I was seeing people there so it's just a long story and like I said, we we come so far that we forgot who we are right now. Yeah. <laughs> so surreal. What's your favorite memory from Armenia before we Armenia? go to Vietnam? It's like a world tour. Uh, I would say I have, I have I have a lot of good memories, but to talk about Armenia, I love people there. They're super nice. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I know that like some people they knew that we were international student from Ulysi. So they treat us so well, like from the restaurant, from the mart, from everywhere around mm-hmm. the campus. But when we, you know, travel around the country, I just realized that like, no, they, they're actually nice. It's not because we are international students, they're actually nice. From young people to the old people. So that's, that's the best part about Armenia in my mind. That like, every time <laughs> people ask about, because Armenia, when I came to Armenia to study, you know, people just didn't know much about Armenia. They just knew that, like, oh, that was a country that used to be uh, a Soviet, um, you know, a Soviet state, I say. Uh, but I'm, I'm so proud to say that, like, Armenian people are so nice to me, not even on campus, but also outside of campus. And I think my life was pleased by those people for those two years. <laughs> it sounds like I asked the question to hear good stuff about my people. But it's like common answer, like for everyone who went to WC my country, everyone says that Armenia is about the people. Like, because, yeah, not like that we don't have like a lot of culture, but like people are who make like the, the country, you know, because it's a big part of our culture. Yeah, I mean, mm, because I feel that like what makes a country become, you know, um, outstanding from other country is from like how they treat their friends from other from outside their country. It's just like let's let assume that like a country is a house. You are the, the 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 owner of the house, and if the guests coming, then of course if you treat them well, they're gonna. You know, they're going to have a good impression of, about, about you, about the whole country. Because we, one of the things I realized that, like, when I went abroad, then I was presenting for my country. People yeah. are going to judge the whole country by yeah, looking at how absolutely. I'm doing it. Yeah. So I don't want people to think bad about my country by the way I'm, I'm living there, you know. And, yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean that, like, I'm a bad person. <laughs> it's just, like, 
I know that people are gonna judge everything by how I say about things and how I do stuff. Yeah. And that's the reason why I feel that like each person, when they go out of their house, they should be thinking about they that they are the presenter of their hometown. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah, just like that. So, um, let's talk about Vietnam. Um, I usually, you know, I Google like cultural facts about Vietnam <laughs> <laughs> or like whatever country it is. But I think it's one of the countries that like sounds so exotic to me. And I don't know why. I think like in the past years, Thailand and Vietnam have been like so popular in the world. Like everyone is getting a house there, or like just I don't know, like all this like you know like people who practice like yoga or like all this like whatever like peaceful lifestyle whatever they go meditation to, like, yeah, yeah they meditation. go to like Thailand or Vietnam. I don't know. Is that how you do you like that image of your country in the world, or like is it actually like that, or is it just like some privileged? white people like just getting like <laughs> like you know that have a lot of money they can go like rent a villa or something like that and just like record like vlogs and stuff like that yeah. i don't know what's the like, you know what's the reason behind like people coming to my country but i would say that, like we don't care about the reason behind we care about like you are the guest in my country and we're gonna treat you well that's the thing that i think make my country become so special because you know my country is, is so rich about cultures we had like you know four thousand years of uh, you know changing growing settling down everything we went mm -hmm. through a lot of wars yeah and we went through a lot of like hard time in the past and i'm i'm proud that like my countries the area is not large but we make like good impacts on the world somehow and we are growing. We are we still the developing country. We are not yet developed country, but I've, I'm I'm proud of like a lot. There are more people from my country that like going out to the war and showing the war the the good part, yeah. the very like yeah. you know exceptional part about my country, and you know because like Vietnam, I think is the same with a lot of like Asian country that like we care more about like humans beings. So, uh, it's not like we just care about money. We just care about job. No, uh, the best part about talking with talking about job, the best part about job in my country is like people just enjoy their life and they don't really spend like their whole life just working. I often like when talking to like American people, <laughs> <laughs> because you know Stop one comparison. no, it's just like I just I just realized that like most of American people I talk to they at least have two jobs at the same time and they work hard. They work super hard from the morning until late night. Back home we not a lot of people do that unless they have, you know, financial hardship. Mm -hmm. um, we work after five PM, six PM. We have time to hang out, to, you know, do meditation like you said. We have time to go have coffee with friends. You know, literally like after five, six PM you're gonna see my country becomes so busy not because people are working no people are hanging out <laughs> people, people are busy 
of hanging out. And that's the best part about life in my country. I think that's the reason why a lot of foreigners like to live in my country because, you know, first, everything in my country, the price is so cheap mm-hmm. comparing to the currency chain exchange. Secondly, you know, it's comfortable. You don't have to you know, compare the salary. You don't have to compare, like, the job with, with anybody. Even we make the, you know, like, uh, medium salary rate, we still live, like, okay. We, we still enjoy our life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that we, we you know, we stressed about our life, no. Because I used to live, the time that I, I was working back home, I, I made just like medium salary. But I enjoy my life. I still have time to hang out with people. I still have time to like, to, 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 to take care of the passion. <laughs> Not like the music passion anymore, but just like that. And, and one another thing I see that like my country, people in my country are doing well is like, we take care of the people around. We take care of the neighbors. So technically, for example, you go to some place new to live, then the first thing you, I think you must do is greeting your neighbors. Yeah. You want to make friends with all the neighbors that you know. <laughs> you know, you want to have some good time, just can gather all the neighbors together yeah, and like, have fun with them. Yeah, like the, yeah. the power of community in my home, in my, in my country is so, so, so huge. So I think that's the best part about life. You know, I w- I don't, I don't. I'm not sure when I say that. Like my country is not like uh, really like outstanding about making money, but I I'm I'm confident and I'm proud to say that. Like if you think about some place to live for the rest of your life, welcome to my country. Mm. We are, we we treating all the foreigners well, and you know we're friendly, just yeah. like that. And and the food as well. The food is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. Big part of yeah, I was waiting for this part. <laughs> well, I think it's about the philosophy of how you think about like how much money is good money, because back home it's the same thing. Like people, people may be making like half of what I make with my student job, but I think they would be like happier than me. And and it's just about the system that you are in, because the capitalist system in us is is basically like a race to see how much money you can make and like by the time you retire like how much money you're gonna have you know mm. um yeah. it's about it's about being satisfied with the amount of money that you have and like not the urge to just like make more and more and more because i think in that race you just like forget to enjoy life and just go like all about like your day is basically just all about your work yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree because um, I live in the U.S., I work part-time here, and I could I could feel the pressure from making money from, like, odd people around. Yeah. Because, like, um, you don't, like, here, we don't need to show off with anybody. But at the meantime, if we don't make, like, like a lot of money, then we just feel not good. I don't know why. It's just like that. Well, it's just the system. Don't worry. I think so. <laughs> just a system. Maybe just a system. But, but you know, that's. I mean, like economically, then that's capitalism. When we try our best to make the best for ourselves, and you know, we make it, we owe it, and we take it ourselves. We don't. We don't necessarily need to share. So I think that's the reason behind why people work so hard here and try to make a lot of money here. Um, it's just like, like identity of each person I mm-hmm. guess uh, back home if you make like a millions or you make like a thousand you still can be friend you know 
doesn't matter. <laughs> if you still like have time to go coffee, then nothing changes, to be honest. So that's the best part because like, I don't know, back home people are just so caring. And I think that's the motivation why I try to go home all the time that I, that I, I can. And to be honest, even I go out, I have a lot of big opportunities outside my country. My final goal is still going back home and, you know, set it out there. Yeah, I remember talking about that. Yeah. So what do you want to do in Vietnam? Mm. I'm just curious, you know. To be honest, I just want like a peaceful life. I've been through like a lot of like, you know, <laughs> thunderstorm already. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I'm still young, so probably I, I take all the challenges I can. But uh, at the end, you know, I want to have just like a peaceful life. I have, I, I expect to have time to, you know, hang out with people I expect to have time to spend for my family mm-hmm. because that's yeah. the thing that like I haven't been have not been doing well for the last five years when I went out of my country uh, COVID gave me a chance that's how bad yeah COVID is terrible but COVID gave me a chance to get born with my family mm-hmm. after years and I don't know I would say it was such a pleasure that I could stay home during that year because my the life of my family became you know mentally much better and uh that made me that made me feel much better uh and make me feel good when i had to go to the u.s to study it was so different from uh, going to university for the first time i still remember that i got a nightmare just before my flight and Gosh. the nightmare was you know in, in my nightmare i was just not ready to go I still remember what happened in my nightmare, and I I still remember that I actually woke uh, woke up. I saw my mom I'm like mom, mom, I'm not ready. I, I told my mom like that. I'm I can hundred percent sure with you. That I told my mom like that, but I realized that it was just a dream. But I don't know. At the time, I just felt I was not ready at all. But when I came to the US, things changed a lot. <laughs> so yeah. um, I'm not homesick at all. <laughs> when I go out, I don't feel homesick. <laughs> just like I want to go back to my country. You know, Aww. have a peaceful life, eat good food. You know, <laughs> food. Enjoy the enjoy the weather. Oh my god! <laughs> four seasons in a year. You love to see that. What's your favorite holiday in Vietnam? Uh, Lunar New Year. Lunar New Year. Yeah, Tet holiday. Don't make it complicated with Chinese New Year. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. It's <laughs> but different. Uh, you know, Lunar New Year is the best time in a year that we can gather the whole extended family together. You know, because like we have like kind of like a week or two weeks off for everybody in my country, so that's the time that like we everybody can make their time to go home, see the relatives, see the friends, and you know it's just a feeling. It's just like I think it's the same with Christmas in US. You see that like your Christmas coming, you wanna you wanna you know mm-hmm. see your relatives, you wanna get born with all the people in your family, you wanna decorate your house, something like that. And we did the same thing for Lunar New Year, and it was just like a bit longer than Christmas. But um, you know, it's good to see how people are doing after a year. We set the new goals for the next year, and we want to see how how far can we go? Can yeah. we go for the the next year? I would say that mm, it's just it's just about the feeling. If if you are a foreigner and you come to my country, maybe you're not gonna feel that immediately. Yeah, but if you look at the people, you look at how happy the 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 the, the young kids are when they you know get the red envelope from our people, mm-hmm. or you see how happy the teenagers mm-hmm. are when they have time to hang out with their <laughs> friends. 
you're gonna feel that to be honest <laughs> so yeah just like that yeah i know that vietnam is like a mix of um well i don't want to say like colonizer cultures but at the same time like french and american is there a lot of influence like in vietnam um there was a time that like uh, when French came and they start building the the buildings and then they start teaching the French there was a short time that like we got like affected a bit about their culture or maybe it was not their culture but that was what they expect us to know and observe but I would say that I'm so proud of my country because like back in the past we got colonized by China for a thousand years not lying a thousand years and we still keep our culture keep our traditional and yeah. I think that's the best part of my country because if you look back at in the past and right now you're gonna see that like nothing much changed even we got colonized by more than one country and more than one time everything was still alright and then right now when we become like you know the world become like more like much more smaller when like it's so easy to reach out to mm-hmm. the 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 so society of the other country. Yeah, we you know import the new trends, the new lifestyle into my country. But at the meantime, like I said, we still have our Lunar New Year. We still have all the holidays in a year, and we still keep our discipline about our life. Still keep our culture about our life. Lifestyle still the same. So I think that's the best part of my country. That like we are the same. No matter how many words, how many times that we got colonized. Wow, that's good. I like that. Wow, a lot of uh, new stuff about Vietnam. Yeah, as you can see, like uh, the best part of international hangout is like people sharing a lot of new stuff about their countries and things we never heard of. Yeah, thank you, thank you to him for like you know, like being being um, being the special guest today and like sharing all this stuff with us, uh, sharing all these wise words and uh, you know a lot of things about Vietnam. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, thank you, you all, for inviting <laughs> me here, and thank you for the audience that I'm still hearing <laughs> myself talking <laughs> until this part. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the time has um, gotten ahead, and like now we had to end the episode. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Uh, to end the episode, I want I want you to kind of uh, say like how how do you guys greet back home? Like to end oh things. God, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Like, do you? Do you like say bye or say hi? Uh, I don't know in your language. Yeah. Nice. We can we can say it together. I would say I would say. How do you say? How do you say? Okay, what do you say? Like uh, I would I would just say something like for example like thank you for listening. Okay. And uh, see you next time. I say. Yeah. Well, how do you uh, say? Cảm ơn các bạn đã lắng nghe. Oh, Xin hẹn gặp lại các bạn lần tiếp theo. Uh, do you want? Okay, let's let's say it together. But no, I can't say it. No, that's, that's <laughs> okay. a bit too much. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you guys, you heard that. Thank you, everyone, for listening, joining us. Uh, yeah, see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.